Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's Mel Herbert here. It's October 2nd. It's a Wednesday, and I'm getting this out on time, I think. I hope, I hope, I think, I think. And I promise no ABBA today, okay? Enough of the ABBA, Herbert. Just settle down. Hey, Gig Factory 3, let's talk about it very quickly. So, we know that it was a mud pile in January, and that production of the Model 3 is supposed to occur in there in the next few weeks. October 14th is the plan. Now the flyover is showing that there is about 10 to 15-ish, something like that, superchargers in the parking lot. We don't know if they're V2s or V3s. I assume they're going to be V3s, but you know what happens when you assume. And there's another building that's going up really fast, and we don't seem to know what it is. It seems to be another building. There was already another building, and this seems like another building. And it looks a little separate from the other buildings. And so people are speculating wildly, as I am, could this be for Model Y? Could this be Semi? Could this uh, be this pickup truck? What could this be? We don't know. I'm sure that uh, things will start to leak out, however. And you know, but probably by the end of today, your time, uh, that is October 2nd, uh, probably by the end of today, I think, or is it tomorrow, we should have some numbers on how many carry cars Tesla has made in the quarter. Now, a lot of people are thinking that actually, although they may break the number of cars, the record of the number of cars they've made, there is an expectation amongst analysts, and most of the time I don't listen to them, but there's some expectation that actually revenue is going to go down. That for whatever reason, these people seem to believe that uh, 3 really is cannibalizing S, which I totally get. It's cannibalized my S. I can't wait to hand in my very, very expensive lease on my S and get an expensive lease on a 3. Um, so I expect that that is true. I expect that that's going to come down. They've done some really nice things to the 3 to differentiate it. I mean, the S to differentiate it from 3, longer range, faster fasties and all that kind of stuff. I don't think it's enough, though. The 3 is so good, I don't think it's enough. We've had this discussion back and forth also with some of you out there. So we'll see. I'll definitely be looking at that. If this is a revenue drop, it'll be the first revenue drop since 2012. Now, the good news here is that Y will help with this. Y will help because it's going to use a lot of the same parts, and hopefully, therefore, they'll be able to make it for about the same as the Model 3, and maybe less because they're getting new stamping stuff in there and have it a, instead of having 70 sort of different uh, things you stamp and then weld together, they're going to try and do it as one big thing. So that's the kind of thing that could bring down their costs. And in Y, if you could do it for about the same as 3, you can sell the Y for significantly more, 10% more or whatever, because you know people are just used to paying more for that crossover SUV. It's the car that right now people really want. So they'll be able to make up some significant ground there. And I suggest this to Tesla. Uh, are you listening? Is this thing on? I suggest you do this. You should do a bit of uh, profit taking on idiots like me. Come out with a Model Y that's a very long range version, a 400 plus range version, and stick it to us. Not ridiculously, because people won't buy it, but you know, charge the full amount plus a bit more so that these can also be these very long-range vehicles for idiots like me that probably don't need it but really want it because there is a lot of long-range driving that I do and it would be nice. Um, stick it to us a little bit, not too much, and get some profit out of us that way. There are some people I know that really do need a lot of range. They are a long way from anywhere or they do long camping trips and they go deep, deep, deep into the outback. And so they really are looking for long range. So I really do think that there is a significant subset of people that will pay significantly more for longer range. All right, I'm just saying, is this thing on? 
is this thing on? Now, let's do some letters. I haven't done letters for a while, and I might have missed a few, but let's uh, try and catch up. First one's from Aaron Morgan, and Aaron uh, sent me a thing from the World Wildlife Fund, which is all about carbon offsets. Do they work? Which ones? Um, super long, super detailed, and I'm actually going to get into it at another time. It's going to be one of those times when I have a long weekend and uh, put the feet up with a glass of shardy, because there's a lot of useful information in there. So, Aaron, thank you. And if you're looking for this thing, um, I'll put a link in the notes that are the show. And Aaron also says, by the way, I love the show. Make sure you keep it going. Well, I love it too. I'm going to try, but it's a lot of work. Um, Then we've got a nice email here from Kevin R. I was talking about what's going on with Gigafactory and the roof in particular, the fact that it's only ever 30% complete the whole time, and the fact that uh, where are all those solar panels that are supposed to be there? And it turns out there is a picture... And apparently it's real of uh, solar panels on the roof of Gigafactory 1 right now in the shape of a wiener. Yeah, somebody was having fun with their solar panels and put it in the shape of a wiener. Apparently uh, everybody likes a good wiener joke. Craig Robinson said, you know, this problem just doesn't seem to go away. Again, there's a picture of a very long RV pulled up in front of Tesla superchargers taking out 10 of the 12 chargers. What should Tesla do about this? There's two issues here. One, I think, is there are some people who are just trying to be All right? Frankly, they're just, for whatever reason, got their bee in their bonnet about something that Tesla is doing wrong. I think it has to do with the fact of, you know, carbon, um, not carbon offsets, but uh, carb, and uh, there is this sort of fake news thing about the fact that uh, Tesla is getting, you know, sucking off the teat of the American taxpayer, for example, when in fact there it is so much less than the billions and trillions of dollars of the oil and gas industry and getting less and less all the time, soon to be apparently zero. So that's part of it. But also I think it's ignorance. There was a story recently where there was a sort of a big uh, car meeting and all of these people parked in the Tesla charging stations and a couple of the Tesla owners came and said, hey, could you move your car? I need to charge. And the people were like, oh, sorry, my bad, didn't realize. So I think it's both ignorance. People don't really know that these really need to be kept open for Tesla owners and uh, the other schnark. So what should Tesla do about it? I actually think if it continues to be a problem or if it gets worse, then there needs to be some kind of a physical barrier to stop you being able to park in there unless you own a Tesla. So um, I know that some places have been testing these where you have some sort of springy thing that bing, springs up and you can't park in there unless you own a Tesla and then you'd have some button in your Tesla and you'd press it and it would flop it down and then you could go in there. If this continues to be an issue, they may have to do something like that. And finally, Soren Elman, uh, Soren Elman or Soren Hansen, sent me an, a video to watch, which is, I don't know if you remember this, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about the fact that I have an obsessive compulsive disorder, and what I do is I plug the cars in when there's lots of solar coming in, and I then unplug them when um, there's not so much going in, and I'm trying to fill the battery as well, and I don't want to plug the car in at night when I get home, because then that'll just drain the battery, because the battery in the car is much bigger than the battery in the home. So I spend a lot of time obsessively, compulsively, trying to get as many renewable electrons straight into my car. And like today was a great example. Super sunny day, nice and cool, which really the solar panels like. And uh, by midday, because I have a pretty big system, I was able to top up the three cars and fill up my uh, power, which has got about 40 kilowatt hours of capacity. I've got three of them. And that was all done by 12. And then for the rest of the day, I was making like 10 to 12 kilowatts and sending it to the grid. So I like to do that. 
But wouldn't it be cool if you didn't have to? If you could set up a few parameters on your app saying, like, when it's sunny and I'm making excessive energy, charge the cars. I'll leave them plugged in and charge the, the wall. And if the sun goes down and the car has X percent of energy, then don't worry about it. Just, you know, make the first priority filling up the power walls and that kind of thing. And this gentleman here in this video, bit of a geek apparently, um, took Arduino and uh, basically did this for himself. I can't do that, but it shows that this can be done. This kind of thing can be done. And I fully expect inversions in the future when you've got your solar and you've got your power walls and you've got your car and you've got weather tracking and all that stuff, that you'll be able to basically really optimize using just the energy that you're creating to fill up your stuff first. And then if you have any excess, to send it out into the grid. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Mel Hooper. This show is called Elon Daily. It's part of the Talking Tesla network of shows. You should go on and become a patron because, you know, we're such good people. Uh, we need to keep doing this. And uh, give us a rating and a review and uh, on iTunes. And there's a new website coming. Working on a new website. Just want to pretty it up a little bit and make it so that it's easier for me to update so I can put up some videos and stuff and not have to uh, bug anybody else because that'll just be a bit more efficient. So that's coming soon. Don't expect much. It's a little update, right? Talk to you tomorrow. And wasn't that lovely? No, ABBA. But how about a bit of Taylor Swift? <laughs> Suckers. in the light there are so many lines that i've crossed unforgiven i'll tell you the truth but never goodbye i don't want to look in oh actually but that reminds me and i can't find who sent me this letter but somebody said hey mel talking tesla is not on spotify but by the power vested in me I found a way to do it. It's on Spotify now. Let me know if you have any problems with it. But Talking Tesla, in all its glory, on Spotify, in your car. What could be more delicious? Talk to you tomorrow.